0: Welcome to the New Regime podcast recorded immediately after every single Browns game. We call it New Regime because most fans are ready to start over with a new regime after every game. Look, not today, right? Not today. I think we have some reason for positivity. This game was so high and so low in so many different places. I felt like we could have won it four times and lost it four times. You can spin this game in a couple of different ways, right? You can spin it and say, well, we got how many turnovers? Four turnovers? Five turnovers? I mean, you can spin it and say, we should have won this game with that many turnovers, right? I mean, we had the four interceptions, we had the fumble recovery. You can also say, look, we should have lost that game on that Pittsburgh you know, field goal. We should have lost that game a couple of times. Our defense bailed us out several times in this game. Reason for positivity. I know a lot of us lost faith throughout this game a couple times. A lot of doomsdayers, naysayers. I don't like it. we got to start believing in our team. They started believing in themselves. I think as fans who drink beer in the stands, (laughs) we should be okay with believing in our team a little bit this season. And I think this team proved that they can hang with a very good football team. A very good football team we hung with today. We got the athletes, you guys. We got the athletes on this team. That defense looks like they're in the second year of a defensive scheme. You know, we can complain about this Greg Williams defense a little bit. We can complain about this offense today. We can complain about the way we ran the ball, the way we passed the ball. A lot of different feelings here. But we're going to get into offense. We're going to get into the defense. We're going to get into the special teams. Let's talk about it. All right, let's take a look at this from the overall feel of the game. Stepping back when we think about just how this team played against the Steelers, who are picked every year to be deep into the playoffs. This year is no different. They're picked to win the division. First of all, the Browns didn't get pushed around, and I would say there's one exception to that, and that's our offensive line looked bad our interior offensive line. The reason we moved Betonio to left guard at the very last minute and started Harrison, we looked bad on the offensive interior line. But look, they have you know two guys in there that are outstanding players, and it's not going to be that way this whole year. You also know about the rain, right? The rain definitely affected our offense way more than we care uh, <laughs> to admit. But You got to be somewhat positive about this overall, the feel of this football team. They have belief, all right? That is the biggest thing I've been harping on for three dang podcasts. (laughs) They have belief, and you can see it in this team. And I think the fans, I think they turned the fans a little bit too, all right? We had had boos all the way into the fourth quarter. People were leaving early, and the Browns just decided, nope, we're not going down that easy. Got some turnovers. Man, those turnovers were so great to see. Three sacks, four interceptions. We had the forced fumble. Miles Garrett is a scary human, and now you know why everybody in the Cleveland media who watches these guys every day or who who could watch them every day said that this guy should be an MVP candidate. And if he stays healthy, oh my gosh. They were chipping him. Just a beast. And he wasn't going against, you know, cupcake offensive line either he was abusive in this game at times and you love seeing that out of that first pick that's that's what your first pick should do pepper showed up had the recovery took it down to the one i don't know how that wasn't a touchback but i'll take it this team on defense that's a playoff defense it is it's a playoff defense our offense on the other hand let's give him some time <laughs> let's give him some time the offense Okay, let's get a little bit more granular. Now we have our offense, our passing offense. I'm going to start with my least favorite thing because I don't want I want to end on a positive note. Terod Taylor beginning of the game, most of the game just looked bad. I mean, and you you just got to hope that it was the rain that was just terrible on him. I mean, he was missing some easy throws. Their screen game looked awful today. Um he had a couple guys, you know, drop some balls. He had a couple long passes that he threw short that were probably closer to touchdowns than they were, you know, incomplete passes or or whatever. But again, the rain affects that. Let's give him let's give him a little bit of time before we start calling for Baker. Okay? I want to see Baker as much as the next guy. He's already my favorite player in the NFL because he's just been my guy since before the draft, so I'm all in on him. But Let's give Taylor some time, man. He's a leader. You saw how tough this dude was. This dude took some shots today. His line didn't help him that much. He avoided a couple other sacks. I thought he was going to get his head taken off a couple times, and and he just avoided the rush. Um, Had a touchdown, had an interception. That interception at the end, oh, that was so heartbreaking. I really thought that was the W right there if they don't if he doesn't throw a pick there and that was the one reason we went and got him right this guy doesn't turn the ball over and he turns the ball over in the most critical time of the game but again we got to go easy on him overall today you have to be proud of the way the browns offense protected the ball all right we i mean we exhausted ourselves with turnovers last year on offense it was ridiculous it was good to see how frustrated the defense had Pittsburgh so all right our offense Terod Taylor 197 yards passing average of 5.1 was sacked seven times though and how many times did we put him in a hole with a stupid penalty Um, Terod had eight carries for 77 yards you just love that playmaking ability for out of your quarterback especially today they really needed him to be running the ball uh, because he wasn't passing it very well Um, Hyde had a rough game from a carry perspective. Uh, I felt like, again, our internal offensive line was just getting abused at times. And, uh, Nick Chubb had a couple nice carries, but had some trouble with blocking, uh, had, had a bad blitz pickup that caused a sack or non-existent blitz pickup. Duke didn't do too much from the carry perspective. They just couldn't get the ball into Duke's hands today. Um, I swear I'm gonna just blame it all on the rain, Millie Vanilli. All right. We're just gonna blame it. The whole thing was on the rain. We're gonna see a better offense this year. Let's be honest. Even look, twenty-one points. You gotta appreciate twenty-one points, even though one of those touchdowns really was you know from the defense i mean giving you the ball on the 1 yard line jarvis landry 7 receptions 106 yards average of 15 long of 39 josh gordon showed up on one play i mean he should have been in a couple other plays the dude is such a freak you just i think you know it was partially the rain partially the fact that he was out all preseason you have um this kind of talent you just know that there's probably a chemistry thing that they were a little bit worried about Richard Higgins I like seeing him get the ball man he looked great all preseason let's reward the guy with some more playing time and Joku had uh, one two drops I know we had the issue early on in preseason with the drops he went three of 13 average of 4.3 had a couple good bailout catches Gordon had the touchdown as we said um you know, you want to see Duke catch more than one pass for eight yards. You want to see that they tried to get it to him. Uh, the Steelers seem to be all over the screen game today. But look, the Browns' offense, work in progress for sure. And none of us expected the monsoon that we got today. And we're going to see, we're going to see better next week. They're going to be better next week. And you can't expect your defense to provide you with, you know. All of those turnovers and all of those sacks and all of that pressure—you just can't count on that every game. And we know that, right? Offense—I still give them a D plus, a C minus. I'm bitter, you know. I'm bitter, especially with that interception. And I—I I didn't like that third and one call where they threw the pass on third and one. I mean, just run the ball, get the first down. Let's see what we can do. I mean, you just kind of take the ball out of your hands. You don't even give your team a shot when you do. You know, that pass, it's it's just like third and one, play the percentages, run the ball. But, hey, to be fair, we had that trouble running the ball, you know, the whole game. So that's maybe what Haley was thinking. And it, hindsight is always twenty twenty. 20 um, When calls like that, when calls that take a lot of nerve like that don't go your way, everybody's going to second-guess him. So, offense, we want to see better. Everybody knows it, and we will see better. One more thing. Harrison, how many penalty, penalties did he have today? Four. Had a couple of false starts and legal formation. He looked bad today. He looked like an inexperienced rookie. Now he's got feet, you know. It was weird because you saw he had a a couple of problems. He had kind of the problems you'd expect out of a rookie to have. I mean, would Corbett have fared any better on the interior of the offensive line against these guys? Right? Because that's what you're comparing this to. So. I think everybody in Cleveland questioned that call before this, you know, before this whole game started. So let's give them another week two. Again, rain. It was just an insane game. I can't even breathe right now watching this thing. Penalties. Penalties overall. This team had so many penalties. I felt like we just, it was a young team. We kind of knew this, right? We saw this in the preseason. These guys had penalties, Penalty problems the whole preseason. We're going to see that because it's a young team. But we also saw a very athletic team. We saw just some freaks show up. We saw a confident team. Almost a cocky team at times. I love that Jarvis... I mean, you see him talking all over the place. You see him getting under the skin of DBs, who are the biggest trash talkers in the game. You love seeing how PO'd some of these DBs were getting at Landry. So... You know, but this team's got to just straighten out some of those penalties. That's part of the maturity that you hope to see over the course of defense or defense. All right, next defense. Let's talk about this defense. Playoff D, Miles Garrett is a freak. Just looked like he was, there were times when he just looked completely unstoppable. I mean, you want to see that all over, right? You want to see that every single play, but let's be honest, it's the NFL. They're going to chip him. You know, they're gonna do all kinds of things, they're gonna run away from them, which they did a lot of. Uh the defense I felt sort of right there in the I don't know, third quarter, they just seemed to like completely forget how to play for a period of time. They just looked like they forgot how to stop the run. You were just like, why did we trade Danny Shelton? You know, they just looked <laughs> like they forgot you know, how to stop the run. James Conner on Pittsburgh, 31 carries, 135 yards, average 4.4 yards a carry with two touchdowns, long a 22. Who's Le'Veon Bell again? Was this a good idea for you to hold out? Did Conner just prove that running back is still one of the most overrated positions on the football field? I mean, dude, if you're going to get 90% of Bell in Conner, why would you even think about signing why would you think about signing Bell to a giant contract? I, I I don't I don't I don't know. It just seems sort of like, dude, just cash your check. I don't know. As a running back, he, that's just the reality of the running back position, man. But you, you can't like the run defense in in a lot of points of this game. Again, there were times when they just seemed much more motivated than times when they just seemed like, eh, we're gonna give up. But some of those inside runs where they were just getting gashed where, it, you know, he was getting past the initial line with, without being touched. You have a little bit of concern there. But there's cause for concern all over the field when you're playing the Steelers, right? You're kind of picking your poison with this run game and this pass game and Big Ben. I mean, Antonio Brown had nine receptions for 93 yards. Um, you had Juju Smith-Schuster, uh five receptions 119 yards he had that one big reception for 67 yards that seemed to just take the air out of us um you know right after we tie it up he has that big reception and that sort of just changed the the feel i felt like i feel like Cleveland Brown's fans and I include myself in this we're just so easy to give up as fans just like give up hope you know how many times this game did you just want to just completely give up I know there were a lot of fans in the stadium that did and I'm just going to keep throwing that in our faces because we need to believe in this team just as much as the players do it's like you need to have a little bit of faith in your football team that's the fun in sports all right so all right our defense I mean the interception by Randall that deep interception that he had Um, you, you got to think you know that's kind of equivalent to a punt but it still it still counts right? As an interception. Um, Denzel Ward. All right, let's talk about Denzel Ward. Can we stop talking about Bradley Chubb now? Can everybody who booed the fourth pick or who was just like, oh, okay, okay. Denzel Ward, man. Again, I like when players make me look good. (laughs) Because I was tweeting, I was so excited about Denzel Ward right when they took him. We needed a corner. And even on that touchdown, he gave up like he was all over. He was all over Antonio Brown, right? I mean, this guy looks already, he doesn't look like a rookie at all, right? Two picks. I mean, just look fantastic today, just all over the field. I'm sure there are things he's going to have on tape that he can work on, but this is a snap judgment podcast. I'm not breaking down film. God bless the people who do. Schubert was credited with an interception. We don't know if it was a fumble recovery or interception. They said interception, so we'll give him that. And then Randall had that one, uh, that one long one. So, um, you know, Peppers had the fumble recovery there. Uh, you know, yeah, dude, that one punt looked bad. We're going to talk about special teams next. But look, the defense, that's a playoff defense, and we have a lot of reason for positivity on this team. We're not 0 and one Hey, let's be positive. We are not 0-1. You are not special. All right, let's talk about special teams because that was another Browns abomination. Are we ever going to have a, a mediocre special teams? All right, I'm going to give them a little bit of credit and then I'm going to tear them apart. A little bit of credit is they didn't have a stupid, crazy stupid punt block or turnover, right? So they didn't do that. It wasn't crazy stupid. But they had a couple stupid things that we can all be angry about. We knew the Browns were going to have to play a perfect game today, right? Like, we knew we were going to have to play more to the top of our game than the Steelers. I mean, with a young team and, you know, all of the chemistry things that you think about with a brand new team that's been turned over 60% of the, you know, the roster. Um, I mean, that blocked field goal, obviously, was awful. I mean, how how does that happen? How do you get pushed back? I mean... That block was ridiculous. This should be a W, right? But look, they missed a field goal too right before that. So Steelers missed a field goal before that. Um, So it's like you can harp on a lot of this game and find a positive or negative way to spin it. I mean, how how do we lose with this many turnovers, right? That's a negative way of looking at it. How do we lose with this many turnovers? That's... I mean, how many teams have not lost a game turning the ball that over that many times? So that goes to show the resiliency of a veteran team like the Steelers and having, you know, a Hall of Fame quarterback versus the Browns, you know, young team. They needed those turnovers to be in this game, all right? And you love what you saw out of them, um, but there's some work to do. We can We saw it today, there's some work to do. We can't hate this team right now though, right? We can't be upset. We can't no, nobody's going back to their car right now punching cars and punching brick walls on the way back to their car from the game. Right? Nobody should be doing that. It's like, eh, it's a tie. You know, when you think about a tie, you just you just look at it like, well, I guess I guess things are okay. <laughs> like, I guess therapy is going to be, you know, is, is going to be awful this week? I don't know. I think our our special teams, it leaves a lot to be desired. You have to give it up, though, for them not causing the crazy, stupid um, issue. Peppers had that one in a return. He left some yards in the field for. Uh, but otherwise, let's be positive about these Cleveland Browns. Okay, real quick, I want to get player up, player down into this. Uh, we're going to go player up, Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward. Oh my goodness. Don't you love seeing your first round picks actually play well and affect the outcome of a game? Those are my guys. Those are our two player up. Player down, can we just go with the line? <laughs> can we go with the line? That's what we're going to go with, the line. Interior line, we're going to go with the special teams line as well on that field goal because this should have been a W. We should have been walking off with a W. All right. We're not dwelling on it. This is a good team. We're going to have a good year. Let's stay positive. How's about some egg on your face? Look, my transition game could be better. All right. I'm using GarageBand. Give me a break. Let's talk about my prediction. My prediction was the Browns would win this game 20 to 17. I have some belief in this team. I think all fans need it. We head to New Orleans next week. So we're going into New Orleans to play Drew Brees and the Saints. Drew Brees had 439 yards passing today. Three touchdowns at home against the Buccaneers. They lost. Michael Thomas had 16 receptions for 180 yards. Dude, they still lost to the Buccaneers, 48-40. to A little bit more exciting game offensively next week. And I am not going to stop picking the Browns until they prove... That they're a bad team. I think they're going to win this game. I think the Browns are going to go there next week. And they're going to pick on the Saints. All right? Our defense is better than the Buccaneers' defense. Drew Brees isn't going to carve us up. We're going to get to him. We're going to get Miles Garrett on that turf. It's going to be really hard to block him. All right? I'm taking the Browns next week. 27-24. With a good defensive performance and a step up in the offensive performance of the Cleveland Browns. Thank you for listening to the New Regime Podcast. Go Browns. Stay positive. Let's do it next week.